Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to episode four of Square. This one's titled Pete on the Pool. Obviously, it's told by myself, so it's going to be a good one. Please all enjoy. Let's get started. Me and my ex-partner were getting on really well, so she decides to go to Vegas without me, as you do. Um, So I book a flash hotel room for the night before, so she stays in luxury, ready for her trip to Vegas, and I pack her off. Uh, What she doesn't realise is I've booked the hotel for another night. So what I've got planned, my seedy little plan, is to invite the boys round and we're going to hit the town hard. We're going to hit our local town centre very hard. So I invite the boys round and there's two lads that turn up. Now, the two two main guys, two real good friends of mine, one's going to be known as Dave and one's going to be known as Pete. So Dave, we start off the story with Dave. Now, Dave's like the ideal Adonis male, if you like. Uh, gets quite a few women, dresses quite sharp, loves training down the gym. Now, I'm not in love with Dave, so don't think that. He's just a pal of mine. Definitely a straight male myself. So Dave's come round to the hotel room for pre-drinks and we're supping up the amaretto. You know, the the vibe that we've got going on. We're dressed nice and sharp, lovely fake tan on, you know, tight white t-shirts on, skinny jeans we put on in the bath, the loafers, the skin fade haircut. You know, we're looking on point. So we're drinking away and we're waiting for our mate, Pete. Now our mate Pete had had a rough time, his wife's left him, you know he's a bit down in the dump so we do the normal lad thing. Now the normal lad thing to do when your friend's upset is not put your arm around him and say it's going to be alright Pete, it's to get him absolutely shit faced. So me and Dave are hatching this plan that we're going to get him shit-faced. And Pete rocks up at the hotel room. We've got plenty of drink there. Plenty of Amaretto, Pims, a bit of Lambrini to share around. So he's on it. So Pete has a really good idea. He doesn't realise we're going to get him really drunk. But he says, let's crack on the rap music. Now to paint the picture, me and my two friends look a bit like vanilla ice. uh, But the rap music gets us in the mood to overdrink. So me and Dave are laughing. You know, we're topping up Pete's drink when he's not looking. And we were quite successful in our mission to get him a little bit pissed. Now we know that because as we're heading down to the lobby to get a taxi into the city centre, uh, we lose Pete in Auto Glass's Christmas party and we have to wrestle him out for a good five minutes to get him in the cab. So let's fast forward the story. We're out of the cab, we're in the queue. Now, Pete's experienced what we call the air sledgehammer. He's got out and the air's hit him, the alcohol's hit him and he's in a sorry state. 
a very sorry state. But me and Dave being the good friends, we put an arm round him each and we're in the queue. The doorman have clocked he's a bit worse for wear, but we do the normal mate thing. It's alright lads, he's with us, we'll look after him, we'll look after him. And I look down at Pete, me and Dave are both chuckling away as good friends do. And I say to him, we've got to pay to get in here, Pete. And he, he gets his money out and he's, he's taking the piss, really. He can't really see what money he's got. So being a helpful friend, I lean in, take a tenner out of his wallet and I pay for us both to get in. Now, Dave makes his own re- arrangements and he follows us straight after. And we're straight on the dance floor. We're dancing away, you know, the tunes are banging. And me and Dave are having a whale of a time. But all Pete can keep going on about is he needs a water. He needs a water. And obviously, I've spoken about Dave. He's the Adonis male. And he's loving life because he's got a few Tinder matches in there. He's on the prowl. Now, I'm a suitable wingman. Now, I'm not particularly successful with the ladies, but... I like to talk quite a bit, so I'm ideal for the situation. Now, our friend Pete, he's not very successful with the ladies, and he would like to admit that himself. Um, So what it is, is we head towards the bar, the bar's packed. But the Tinder matches have advanced. There's two two or three girls that have come across and that they've honed in on Dave and they're having a chat. The problem is Pete's still shit-faced and he's still going on about this water. So being the sensible adults that we are, me and Dave hatch a plan. Rather than wait ages and not get served and not get drunk, we order three pints of vodka. And we order the same for the girls as well, so they'll be loving life. Proper twats, obviously. So what we do is we neck off these large glasses of vodka each, me and Dave, and we stand next to each other and we're gagging, we're gagging, it's horrible. So meanwhile, Pete's still moaning in the background as normal. So what we do is we hand back one of these pints of vodka... And it was ultra convincing that it was a water. And we might have known it was a water when we handed it back. Because it, it had a pinch of lemon in it. So I was ultra convincing that it was water with a smidgen of lemon in. So he takes it off our hands and he's, he's having a little bit of a bop. And he's got a glint in his eye because he thinks this water is going to turn his night round. He believes that one glass of water is going to stop him gurning off his head. So anyway, me and Dave, I've leaped into action. We're talking to the girls, the type of girls that appear on Instagram half naked. They're in too partial to visit the plastic surgeon, if you know what I mean. So we turn back to Pete and we're egging him on. And we're saying, go on, Pete, lap up your water, lap it up. Go on, mate, as good friends do. So what he's done is he's taken a little sip and he knows. He knows we've had him up. It's, it's vodka. What he does next is unbelievable. He looks at us and the male pride's kicked in. We've got girls in tow and we're all staring at him and we're like, neck it. And the male pride takes over. He necks it. The silly fucking twat necks it. Now, from previous experience of my own, I know there's only one thing that's going to happen in this scenario and it happens quickly. So what Pete decides to do is do an Arlie Michael Jackson shuffle forwards. Me being a good friend, I can see what's happening here. So I do a little two-step and I'm out of there. Dave follows suit, he's not stupid, and I'm a good five metres away. What happens next with Pete is he throws his hand up. What I like to call the hand of doom, like you're going to catch something. 
Now, Pete knew full well he wasn't going to catch anything. He was just doing it to be polite. So me and Dave are a suitable distance away. You know what you do as a good friend. You just watch it unfold. And then it fucking happens. Then it fucking happens. He puts his hand up, fingers all spread out, and then he lets rip. He lets rip so bad, the particular girl in question that Dave's rather fond of, he's covered her face, he's covered her breast, he's covered every inch of her. And he's doused her mate's hair as well. So in the melee, it's all kicked off, it's like Armageddon, there's a couple of lads like, Oi mate, slow down, so he thinks, fuck this, no one's had enough, and he's turned round and he's given them the douse of the sick as well. So me and Dave are a suitable distance away and we're, we're doing the usual thing that good mates do is laugh. And we're like, fucking hell, let's go and help him, let's go and help him. And then we turn to one another and we say, well, fuck that, it's embarrassing enough being out with him. So we see him, he's continually being sick and there's screams of horror, there's girls going everywhere and these two lads ain't Jimmy big time anymore because they've been had a douse of a sick down him. And they all go running off in different directions. Now, we think it's an ideal time now to go in and save Pete. But then it gets ridiculous. Pete not only continues to projectile vomit, he decides to go down to his knees. Like good friends do, we've assessed the situation and we run down to a different dance floor to avoid eye contact with him. Now, we are really good friends, so what we did is we made sure we notified the doorman that there was a gentleman being sick upstairs, and we watched him get escorted out of the club, through the window, and into a cab. Now, that, my friends, is Pete's embarrassing story. I hope you've enjoyed. You've been listening to Squirm. If you want to get involved, email me at squirmpodcast at gmail.com. Also, give us a like on Instagram and on Twitter at Squirm Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. See you again.